Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Jason Worthy, back with another episode of The Worthy Decisions. Now, today we have a special guest with us uh, from Movement Mortgage, and he's going to talk to us about what the pre-approval process looks like uh, from a lender's perspective, and we're going to dive a little deeper into why the pre-approval process is so important, especially in today's market. Now, let's dive into helping you make those worthy decisions. So today I have with me my man, Omar, and my go-to lender. So what's going on, Omar, man? How you doing, brother? I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. Staying, trying to stay sane in this crazy market out here. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I know things are going crazy out there right now, so I know you're super busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely stay busy. The rates are all over the place, and just trying to make that dream of home ownership come true for more and more people every day. That's what we do. Yes, sir. That's what we do. You know it. Cool. Well, man, I just want to start out by saying thank you for, you know, being willing to share uh, your expertise with us. And I do appreciate all the work that you do for me. And I also thank you for all the, uh, for the hard work that you, you do for my clients and, and how well you actually take care of them. So I do appreciate that. Now, before we get started, I do want to briefly tell you, uh, as well as any new listeners, uh, what the purpose of this channel is and why, why I'm creating it. Uh, one, I, want to, I wanted to create something that I could share with my personal clients uh, that would help them get, a, get better clarification about how this whole process works, how the buying and selling process works. You know, verbal conversations are great, uh, ebooks and PDFs are as well, yet you know, we're in a day and age where more and more folks are logging online and watching videos about you know, whatever it is that they're interested in. Um, and, you know, if they need more clarification about a particular subject. So um, also, you know, there, there's so much information out there that makes the buying in process, uh, makes it seem like it's way harder or more difficult than what it actually is. Um, and, you know, and I want to kind of clear some of that information up and, you know, even going down to the uh, shows that we watch about flipping houses, you know, they kind of make the process seem a little bit easier than what it truly is. You know, I don't want to downplay any of those sources by any means. Um, you know, my goal here is to simply provide clarity on how the process actually works, it's essentially just filling in the gaps. Um, and, you know, lastly, um, this is my way of giving back uh, without any strings attached. You know, my goal, yes, of course, my goal is to uh, gain, adi gain additional clients uh, through providing uh, this type of value, yet at the same time, you know, I want to make sure that everybody benefits from this information. No email address, I'm uh, sorry, no email campaigns uh, to put people on, no mailing addresses or mailing campaigns, let's just say, to put people on. Uh, and best of all, you know, no, no annoying phone calls asking people for business. Uh, so, you know, in short, I just want to help people make the word the decisions. That's why we call the word decisions. <laughs> I, see what you, I see what you did there. I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, man. You gotta plug it. That's how we do it. <laughs> and and man, and at any point, if you want to, you know, drop something in, feel free to do so. Because I want to make this as organic as I could possibly make it. Um, you know, just make it easy for the listeners to kind of tap in and follow along with what we're going with, what we're talking about. All right. All right. Now, my purpose for bringing you on today, Omar. Um, you know, is for our listeners to get clarification about the pre-qualification process directly <coughs> from the lender's mouth. 
um, you know, I have so many conversations with people <coughs> you know, looking to purchase a home, uh, but many are a bit reluctant to actually do what it takes to get started. Uh, they only right. want to look at homes, of course. Um, you know, they want to find the home first and then go through the process. Uh, you know, then of course, you know, it brings on a string of, of questions, oftentimes that revolve around their personal uh, limiting beliefs, uh, things that they've read online, uh, stuff that they've heard from other people, and it may not necessarily be the full truth. You know, and with today's market, with the way things are, there are many sellers that aren't even allowing us to show their home unless we present them a pre-qualification prior uh, to actually showing it to them. Right. So, you know, that's why I've got you on here because, you know, I've I feel like hearing it directly from you is going to hold more weight, and I believe that's something that a lot of listeners want to, you know, they want to tap into. They want to hear, you know, what's coming from you. So I've got a couple of questions for you. That I'm gonna throw at you, All right. um, and just answer them. You know how you always do, brother. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. So the first question. Uh, so I like you to kind of talk to us a little bit about um, the costs that are associated with actually doing the pre-qualification like what does that look like well in regards to the pre-qualification process um there's there's zero cost to that what it will cost you is some time it will cost you some time um to apply it will cost you some time to gather some documentation so we can get a full picture of what your situation is we need to have a complete profile in regards to income assets um, credit history so we know that you're solid or if you need some work what we need to do um, but it doesn't cost you anything for pre-qualification at all. The, the costs come in when you move into the next step, when you're actually under under or con, under contract, then those fees come in. But to get pre-qualified or at least have an idea as far as your price point, your price range, it costs you nothing but time. And I always tell anybody don't listen, your first step is to come to me. Your first step is to apply because you don't want to put the cart before the horse and hook up with this agent that, that you want to see this house. I saw this house online and I want to see it, but you don't know if you can afford it. You don't even know if you can't afford it, if you want to make that payment because of the price. You don't know those things. Being Looking online is, is one thing. It'll give you a kind of a good range, a good estimate. But, you know, like we do, if you come to me and I have somebody pre-qualified as one of your clients and you say they want to make an offer on this particular house, I'm going to first thing I'm going to ask you for is give me the property address. And I want, I want you to give me the property address so I can actually get a better idea as far as how much it's going to cost that buyer every month. Because I always tell my clients, it doesn't matter what I can qualify you for, it's no matter what you want to pay every month. Because right. there's some people that, you know, have, you know, champagne taste on a beer diet most of the time. And <laughs> that's how it works. But, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. And that's why you and I are here to make sure we guide these people and guide these clients, these buyers in the right direction to let them know, here's what you're looking at if you wanted to buy this house. And you fell in love with this house that's $350,000, but do you want that payment? Right. Or you fell in love with this house that's $350,000, but your income was not, it's not sufficient when it comes to that to be, able, to be able to qualify you for that. But you want to know that up front. So your first step is going to be talking to a lender be speaking to me so we can actually kind of look at those things and get you and get you in line perfect perfect i love it i always tell my folks when they first come to me um you know i'm like you know the pre-approval pro process in it of itself doesn't cost you a penny other than time so i love it thanks for the confirmation on that next question talk to us about the 
uh, pre-call process and how it affects your credit score? Should folks even be worried about it affecting their credit score? The only concern you should have when it comes to it affecting your credit score is the fact that if, you, if you've had your credit pulled by multiple different types of creditors in the past like 90 to 120 days. If you're shopping for a mortgage, um, you can have your credit pulled by three different lenders in the span of 60 days and, and, and you really shouldn't see or won't see a decrease in your actual credit score. I have people that call me all the time and say, hey, I want to get pre-qualified, but I don't want you to pull my credit. Well, that's not really possible. That's, that's not really possible. We can talk hypotheticals all you want, but I need to have a full picture to be able to tell you that you're solid, that you're good to go. Um, in regards to having credit pulled, there's, there's, it's twofold. It's like, you know, we have to pull it so we know where you stand and where your scores are, so we know what program to fit you into. First, you know, that's the first step before we even get into income, is what are your credits? Right. Um, yep. And we, and we can't really move forward or even do anything with that unless we actually know what the credit scores are. So you shouldn't be afraid to have your credit, credit pulled unless you've actually been out shopping. So if you actually had your credit pulled by Best Buy because you wanted to get a discount on a, on a, on a TV or you had your credit pulled by, yeah. by Sears because you wanted a discount on a, on, a, <clears throat> on a wash and dryer. And then you come to actually come and say, okay, I want to apply for a mortgage. Okay, I don't want my credit pulled. Then you may have an issue. But what myself and my team offer you is that, hey, if you pull your credit, we're gonna tell you where you stand. I'll provide you a copy of your credit report and I'll explain to you what it means. And if you're not ready now, we're gonna tell you what needs to be done to get your scores up so you can be approved. I always say, not now does not mean never. And if you're willing to put the work in and you're willing to do the, you know, follow a plan that, 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 that we give you, and, and, and complete the tasks that we give you, you, you can be a homeowner, you know, six months, 12 months, three months, depending on what your situation is. But if you go to a lender and say, I want to be pre-qualified, but I don't want you to pull my credit, that's going to be virtually impossible because we can't really tell you that. If somebody's telling you, oh yeah, I don't have to pull your credit, but I think you'd be okay. Just give me your income stuff over the phone. No, we have to have a picture. We have to have it because there's debts that go along with it that combat your income. So it's debt to income ratio. And the credit scores themselves have to know where they are. What you what you need to understand is that credit karma, <laughs> credit karma is a good monitoring service, but it's not the gospel, it's not the Bible in regards to credit scores. And I'll tell you why, because they only have access to two out of three credit bureaus. They don't have access to, to the uh -huh. credit profile. So when you look at credit karma, you're gonna see two scores. There are actually three scores that report. There are three credit bureaus that report scores. And when it comes to a lender, we use that middle score. So if you have a 640, a 620, and a 610, we're gonna use qualify, it's gonna be that 620. So, you know, it's it's gonna move you to allow us to do our jobs pretty much. You're gonna to have to pull your credit. But be honest up front, hey, <clears throat> I wouldn't bought a car. So I have my credit pulled by a bunch of different, you know, banks because they were trying to prove me for a car. Okay. That's going to be it. That's usually how it works. So, but I'm still going to have to pull your credit. It's going to have to happen. Right. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's probably one of the, the biggest um, 
turnoffs that I get from a lot of people. It's like, I don't want it to affect my credit. It's not going to affect your credit as bad as you think it's going to. And, you know, and even still, like, you know, to your point, as far as when people go out shopping, you know, we have that conversation as well. And I even tell them, you know, when you're buying a house, I'm like, you know, lenders know that you are not in the market to buy two, three, and four houses. Like, who has that much money sitting in their bank? Like, nobody. Well, I ain't gonna say nobody, but not many people. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the bank knows that you're just basically shopping for rates and, and all the good stuff. So, right. But cool, man. I, I love it. That's good. Um, so, what information, you kind of touched on it a little bit. So, when somebody's ready to sit down and actually go through that process, can you tell us a little bit about the information that you actually need up front to determine one's uh, true buying power? Well, you know, we have a basic list um, that we send out to our um, potential clients, potential buyers, and it's going to adjust and, and vary based on their particular situation. Um, so, your basic stuff's going to be we need um, two months bank statements, one, three, two months bank statements. We need uh, most recent two years W-2s, most recent two years um, tax returns, um, two or three most recent pay stubs, depending on how you're paid. If you're paid weekly, we need four. If you're paid bi-weekly, we need two. We may ask for three. Those are the basics. Photo ID, um, those are the basics. If you, got, if you bring in somebody that, that either pays or receives child support, you need a copy of the, the filed child support order. We have to show a receipt if you're receiving it because we want to be able to use that income to help you help you qualify. Um, have someone that's um, separated and not officially divorced. You need a copy of the, of the um, separation agreement, the file separation agreement. You know, so it's going to vary um, depending on the actual borrower's complete profile, but the basics, the basics are going to be bank statements, pay stubs, W-2s, tax returns. Um, those are going to be the basics. Nice. Cool. So nothing too drastic. Stuff that, you know, people usually keep on file anyway. Yeah, most people, if thing is, if you're looking, if you think about buying a house, then, you know, keep that stuff handy. It's going to be. Now, granted, it could be a longer list depending on your particular situation, you know? And, you know, and I will tell you this, and I'll be honest with you. If you're looking to buy a house, people may think that it's a little intrusive when we ask you for all this documentation. But, you know, if you're trying to have somebody loan you $200,000, or even $150,000, We've got to verify it. It is what it is. We have to do it. This is our job. You know, it, it can be intrusive, but the underwriters look at these things. And they have to make sure that you're a qualified buyer, that, you, that, that, that you're a low-risk buyer. We have to make sure that we cross our T's and dot our I's. So you can shoot the messenger all you want, but we're just doing our job to try to get you to the house. Yep. I tell people all the time, I'll be damned if I give you $200,000 without knowing if you can pay me back or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Cool. All right, and our last question for you, Omar. Um, so, once someone actually gets the pre-approval or pre-qualification, great. They go back to their to their agent with the good news, you know, with their verified buying power. Um, tell us about the ones that aren't quite ready yet. And I know you briefly touched on that as well, and this is what I love about you. You know, what steps are taken to help, to help them achieve their goals for the ones that aren't, aren't quite ready? Yeah, I mean, like I, like I uh, said earlier, you know, not now does not mean never. Um, I've kind of built my business. I started my business on, hey, I'll help anyone that's willing, that, that wants to buy, that can qualify to buy a house. And there's people that have, maybe have some credit issues. They do. Um, I have a system. I have a, a company called Lending Hand that helps me 
um, create plans for people that may have lo less than desirable credit scores. And they apply, their scores are high enough, I put everything together, send a request over to Lending Hand, they, they send me an email back saying, all right, this borrower pays this thing, this thing, this thing, or removes this from the credit, this from the credit, this from the credit. They can be, they can be ready to buy in this amount of time. <clears throat> and then that amount of time basically means on how bad the credit really is. I never, I never turn anyone away by just looking at a credit report and saying, oh no, it's bad, I can't do it. I give them the opportunity to help themselves. I take the time and I put the plan together and say, all right, here you are. Here's your plan, knock this out, and then come back and see me in three months, six months, or however long the plan says it takes. Now, I will tell you, I'm not going to babysit. I'm going to give you your plan. I'm explaining to you what needs to happen. But if you're serious about trying to buy a home, here's what you need to do. The blueprint's there. It's up to you to kind of do it. Um, but if they're not ready and they're not pre-approved, but we know, I'll look at it. I'll review credit reports line by line. And I'll explain to them, Here's why your score is here. It was a late payment three months ago. So give it some time, it'll come back up, and here's your plan. Or here's why, you don't have very much credit. Hey, we need to open a credit card or what we need to do to make this work for you. And those, the ones that are actually serious about trying to buy a house, follow the plan, complete the plan, and come back to me and say, hey, I've done it. And honestly, those mean more to me and then once a company, there are 70, 80 credit scores, 20% down, and you know, just yep. no problems at all. Because those those people are more grateful because they feel like they yes. work harder to get what they need to. Those people thought they would never be able to buy a house. And sometimes those people have been to a lender where they looked at the credit score and said, sorry, I can't help you, and done. Yep. And then the agents or the friend will say, hey, go talk to Omar. Now granted, it takes some time. I'm a busy guy, but I've never turned anyone away without giving them yep. a plan, at least laying it out for them and say, hey, here's what you need to do to be ready to buy. I've had people, their plan said it took 12 months and they took their time, 12 months in, they did everything they were supposed to do. They come back and say, hey, I'm already, can you take another look? And I have, and their scores are high enough, they bought a house. Boom. So, um, I, I can give you the tools, I can give you the plan. It's up to you to execute it. Yep. You can leave them in the water, but you can't force them to drink it. Yeah, force them. Nope. That's it. And man, like I said, that that's what I love about you because I, I know that we've done quite a few deals together uh, with that same exact same scenario where they started out not ready, but you gave them a plan, a clear and concise plan. They followed it. And now there are majority of them are in homes. Right. Now I know, um, you know, we've had a few in, in the conversations that I've had with them that are still working on it. You know, I tell them, you know, we can we can formulate a plan to help you get your credit score up, but when it comes to your income, that's a totally different story. It is. You know, we can't help you with your income. You you've got to make a decision you either get a second job. Um, to make up for the difference, or you know, you, you're gonna have to work for a promotion or something. But right. credit score wise, my man Omar has got you covered. 
Yeah, the credit score piece is one is only only one facet of the whole process. You know, and that's one of, one of the bigger pieces because without a credit score, I can't even tell you anything in regards to what you'd be approved for. And I hear more often than not, well, hey, if I get my credit score up, how much will I be approved for? Okay, well, let's back up just a little bit. Because honestly, when you apply and I see your credit score that way, I'm not going to dive deep into income or assets or anything like that until I know that I have your credit score high enough. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to do that. So we're going to first focus on getting your credit score up high enough. Then we're going to look at as far as, well, what amount can we actually get you approved for? Because a lot of things can change in that six-month, 12-month period. Yep. You get a pay raise, or you can actually go buy a car because the, the requirements of buying a car are a lot less um, yes, than this buying a home. <laughs> you know? So I can't, if I sit here and tell you, well, hypothetically, I, th- I think you're probably you probably in a $200,000 range once you complete this plan, and then you come back in a year, from now and you bought a car or you've got more debt and I say well no now you got 150 well no you told me I was at 200 you know 12 months ago well a lot of things have changed I'd rather not have that conversation I'd rather say hey let's focus Very on true. the credit score first let's get that score up and let's see where we are because in the meantime it's like the neg- negative stuff can happen positive things can happen you get a promotion at your work at your job you know you can switch jobs and make more money why you're working on the credit kind of thing. So I, I try to avoid the hypotheticals, although a lot of people want to know because they feel like, if I, well, if I can't buy the house I want, then I really don't want to work on my credit. Well, what I always explain to them is that this credit's going to follow you around for the rest of your life, whether you buy this house or not. Yep. So what I want you to do is make sure that you work this credit plan, whether you buy a house or not, because, hey, you got kids. They're going to need to go to college at some point, maybe, possibly. They're gonna need mom and dad to help them with that. So you're good, a good credit score is something they can never take away from you. So I'm giving you bigger, I'm giving you a bigger thing than, than it would be for this body's house. Cause I'm not in this business to just get you um, approved for a loan. I'm trying to help you build a better life for yourself and for your family. And if it starts with, with increasing, increasing your credit score to do so, that's what I'm gonna do. I don't care if you buy a house or use me as a lender, period. If I got your credit score up from a 580 to a 650, you're doing something. If I got your credit score up from a 580 to a 700, you're definitely doing something. Whether you buy a house from me or not, it's going to help you and your family in the long run. I'm always a big picture guy. A big picture guy. I'll always be that way. It's not going to change. Nope. And it's great, too, because I think a lot of people... I think a lot of people truly don't understand that we are only in business because of referrals. So there is no us without them. So how we treat them and the service that we provide them, whether or not they actually can purchase a house or not, it leads to, it basically boils down to experience. I had such a great experience with you, even though I couldn't purchase anything. I love the interaction that we had. So you know what? Mom, dad, brother, sister, friends, whatever, this is the guy that you need to use. And I think a lot of people don't make that that connection. You know, they just kind of look at it, look at it in terms of like you said, well, if I can't buy the house I want, then then I'm good. Right. And it's, and, but but you're offering them what you're offering them is basically a brighter future with or without a house because credit Absolutely. is everything. Yeah, I think anybody that 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 wants to buy a house and qualify to buy a house and wants to put in the work to buy a house should buy a house. Yeah. But that's not my at the end of the day, that's not my goal. I want people to to 
have a better life yep. with or without a house. Um, because you said it exactly as referrals. I mean, I've done plenty of consultations and credit repair plans for people at nine o'clock at night when I'm when I'm busy, I'm tired or whatever it is, what it is, but I'm gonna give you the plan. And some of those people haven't bought houses, houses, but they've referred their uncle or their cousin because I took the time to do that. Because I want my thing is that I tell my entire team this, and I have a team of six loan officers that work under me now, and I say treat people like people. We're in the relationship business. We're not in a transaction. We're not in a transaction business because relationship business is going to garner more fruit. Yes. Treat somebody like treat somebody with respect. Treat them like they are somebody. Genuinely care about them, whether you can help them or not. But be honest. And it's going to garner more fruit, as opposed to just being a number or another loan, just to get it done. That's not going to happen. Yep, that's true. You're cultivating, as we say, like in train some of the training that I've been doing. Leads aren't found; they're cultivated. So you are cultivating a high quality lead by creating that relationship. I love it. Love that's it. it. Cool. Well. There you have it, folks, straight from the lender's mouth. One of the many reasons, as I've said a few times here, is why I love Omar. He doesn't just say no, it's more of a not yet. And he gives you a clear and concise plan to help you achieve your goal. And as he said, you know, whether you want to buy a house or, you know, it's it's planning for your, your children's future, or even if you want to buy a car, whatever it is, his main goal is to make sure that your credit score is is as good as it can possibly be. So he's going to give you all the tools and, and everything that you need to, to get your credit cleaned up so that you can um, have a brighter future, so to speak. Um, so Omar, again, I just want to say thank you, man. I truly appreciate you this today. Um, hopefully I can get you back later on uh, here in the near future for, for some more segments that I'm going to do. Um, you know, we're going to cover everything about the entire buying process, including refis. And I know that that's an area that you specialize in as well. Yes. Um, so we are, when we get to that segment, um, as well as a few other segments, you know, I, I feel like it's always, if people look at agents as being salesmen or being shady salesmen, and I tell people all the time, like, I'm not a salesman by any means that at no point in and, and my job function doesn't require me to sell <clears throat> anything other than myself. Exactly. Right. So I, I find I tell people I find the house, you help them finance the house. Right. All it is 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 I'm here to help them make a worthy decision. Period. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. So man, what? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna use that last name. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. <laughs> you know it. But man, what I'm going to do, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm gonna have um, your website, a link to your website in the description of this video because we're doing the podcast as well as YouTube videos. Um, but we're gonna put your, the link to your website in the description. <laughs> so, you know, if anybody wants to use you as a lender, then they're going to have um, they're going to be able to do so they're going to be able to connect with you so my yep. my goal here is is not necessarily um to gain business or not necessarily gain business but to pitch um business to the viewers uh, as well as listener listeners my goal here is to simply provide clarity uh, there's, there's so much information that you can find on the internet about real estate 
Um, some of it is hyped up, some of it is not. But my job here is what I'm looking to do is just to kind of fill in the gaps, um, so to speak, and, and just provide a little bit more clarity uh, than what folks may be getting about the true process and how it actually works. And then hopefully um, they'll walk away with a bit more clarity about how this whole process works. And then even today, um, you know, hopefully they'll walk away with a bit more clarity about the pre-qualification process and they'll uh, they won't be as scared to to go ahead and do it as they may have been in the past. Yeah, like I said, you right? don't know what you don't know. That's it. That's <laughs> it. You, you don't know what you don't know, and the best way to do, you know, best thing to do is just to just to ask and find out. It doesn't right. cost you anything, and it doesn't hurt anything. So, but cool again, man. I appreciate it uh, for my viewers and my listeners. Until next time, peace.